by the obedience of one man too, which is the Lord Jesus, righteousness has come. Life is released. Yes, power is released upon man. Hallelujah. Reconciliation. The legal ground upon which Satan stands is broken because in Roma, we are told that Jesus has fulfilled the law for us. Yes. He has fulfilled the law. The demands of the yes. law was fulfilled yes. by the Lord yes. Jesus yes. upon the cross. So as a child of God, we are free. Amen. We are liberated from the bondage of corruption, from every infirmities and Amen. disease and oppression of Satan. We are liberated because of the blood of the Lamb. They might still want to rear up but we know our victory is guaranteed. Yes, and we have to enforce the victory yeah. that yes. Jesus has wrought upon the cross on mm. our behalf. So by the blood of Jesus, it is, I think, Paul that said that song. By the blood, he crossed principalities and power. By his name, he established authority. Few mm. days last two, the Lord was ministry to me concerning the name of Jesus. What is the name of Jesus to you and I? Have we lost the potency and the power that is inherent in that name of Jesus? Has the name become too familiar to us that we do not know the power in that name anymore? Or maybe we have prayed in that name, nothing seems to be working, mm. and there is a tendency for one to say, oh, I do not know whether there is power. No, the Bible says God has highly exalted him. Philippians chapter 2, verse 9 to 10. He has highly exalted him and has given him a name that is above every other name. That the name of Jesus, every knee bow, whether in heaven, whether on earth, beneath the air, and every talk confess that Jesus is not. Whatever is the situation, mm. sickness can be a knee. Mm. Mm. can be a knee. Mm. Financial difficulties can be a knee. Mm. Not having a job mm. can be a knee. Children yes. give you stress. Not obeying you can be a nail, can be a tongue, yes, yes, yes. whatever it is. The Bible says they bow to the name of Jesus. We yes. have to revisit that name again. Yes, name Let us revisit the potency and the power Jesus. that is in the name of Jesus. Name. Let us not be too familiar Uncle, with that name. Oh, La Posaya, the Bible says in Hebrew chapter one that Jesus has by inheritance obtained a most excellent name, that them all. It is not an ordinary name. It is a name that's full of power and of praise. And the Bible says in John chapter 14, whatsoever we ask the Father, he will do it. Whatsoever we ask the Father in the name of Jesus, he will do it that he might, the name of Jesus might be glorified. Hallelujah. It is a name that's above every other name. The Bible says the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The march of any other evil and faith. There is, there is no any other reason for heaven among men, whereby man must be saved. It's only through the name of Jesus that man can be saved. It's only through the name of Jesus that salvation can come, healing can come. Yes, freedom can come, liberty can come, peace can come, everything. The Bible says the fullness of God dwelleth in Christ. The fullness of God dwelleth in Christ. We have been exalted with Christ in heavenly places. We sit in the heavenly places with Christ Jesus. It doesn't matter what Satan brings, it doesn't matter the thought, it doesn't matter what situation brings, but the name of Jesus is exalted. The name of Jesus is exalted in your life. 
exalted in your marriage, it's exalted in your children, it's exalted in your job, it's exalted in your head. Everything that packages to you, the name of Jesus is exalted. Glory to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you. We adore you. Oh, Thank glory you. to your name. Thank oh, you. it's not just an ordinary name. Oh, hey, hey, it's not. The name, is fire. The name of Jesus is exalted. Exalted forever. Exalted. Exalted. And we ask you to with me in heavenly places. All the entitlement that Thank I be accrued to Jesus is also accrued to us. We might not be fully operating in him, but a time will come that we will have re received this fullness of Jesus and we begin to pray. Yeah, we have been adopted in the beloved. All that belongs to Jesus belongs to us. Whether yes, we believe it or yes, not, but yes, the Thank yes, you, Jesus. And thank you, Almighty Jesus. Father. Thank, thank you. you. Thank whatever you. the situation, thank whatever you. the problem, thank do not lie there. Helpless. There is help for you. There is hope for you. There is strength for you. Let the writers say, let the weak say, I'm strong. Let the poor say, I'm rich. Because of what Jesus has done. But say, Keledo you are lifted. When the people shall say, there is a casting down, you shall say, there is a lifting up because of what Christ has done for you. Glory to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we worship you. We worship you, Lord. We adore you, Lord Jesus. Glory, Lord Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. Hallelujah. Yeah. Glory to God. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Blessed be your name, O Lord. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, we hand over the meeting to you that you will take over, you will minister to every one of us. In the name of Jesus. Help us to be able to answer into all that you have for us this morning. It's not by power, it is not by mind, but by your spirit, O God. Believe that you have something great for us. We believe that this is a special day for us, a day that you have made. We do rejoice and we are glad in it to go. Everything that you have a mark for this hour today, we enter into all by faith in the name of Jesus. Amen. That it shall manifest in our life and Lord God Almighty, we shall benefit and we shall receive all by faith. Everything you have for all this morning yes, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, we thank you. Thank we you. worship and adore you. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory, glory. Hallelujah. The topic before us today, it is so important that we will not be able to fully discuss it. Mm. But, but we thank God because we already know that it, it's a command that Lord Jesus has given to us. Mm. And he has also showed it to us by the, what he did when he when, uh, joined the ministry in his flesh, mm. you know, his earthly ministry. So we know the commitments, we know the dedication, the zeal, the passion with which he walked with God, you know. It, it is the same passion that drove him to the cross. Mm -hmm. He was ready to give up and to satisfy the heart of the father, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, we know as uh, the example is there, you know, he's a pater's son. Everything we see in Jesus, 
is available to all. The strength, the passion, the love with which you walk with yes. God, yes. they are also available for all. So yes. walk with God. Yes. The strength is made available. Graces are made available. Help is made available. If we are just willing to pay the price. Yes. The, the price is no money. The price is all that you just make yourself available and be faithful to him. Be loyal to him. Know who you are and work with him. That's all. That's just the price. And let go. You will not enter God yourself. The Bible says, no soldier worried himself with the affairs of this world that he might please him that have enlisted him into an army. Do you see what is happening in Ukraine now? Are those who are thinking of uh, hamburger? Are they thinking of uh, all those uh, food, fried things, right car and all? Are they after that? Are they even after to bait? You see, that is right. That's why, that's why Timothy used that soldier, you know, as an example to let us know who we are and to arm us, to arm ourselves, you know, that it is not only when it is fine, when it is pleasant, when things are going on with us that we preach, no. The Bible says in season, out of season. season yeah. so, so let us let us read um, the reference here to the second Timothy yeah. chapter four. Yeah. Let me just go to the Bible. Let's read it. Second Timothy chapter four, verse two says, It said, Preach the word, mm. be instant in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all love, suffering, and patience. Let me go and read it in LTI. Mm. I think I prefer it there. It's so the way they, they discuss it is very beautiful. Mm. Let me go there quickly. He said, he said, preach. Okay, let me just start from verse one. I solemnly urge you in the presence of God and Christ Jesus, who will someday judge the living and the dead when he appeared to set up his kingdom. The verse two says, preach the word of God. Be prepared. Whether the time is favorable or not, patiently correct, rebuke, encourage your people with good teaching. And I also just a few down for us to actually know the potency and what the Lord is saying to us today about the preaching. It's a commission. You know, we must preach the gospel. Whether it is whether it is pleasant, whether it is, you know, whether, you know, uh, you know, whatever the situation that we might be faced with, God said we should preach the gospel. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So uh, I want to, I want us to read the um, first Corinthians 9. First Corinthians chapter 9, verse, um, first Corinthians 9. Verse 16. See what Paul says there. He says, Yet preaching the good news is not something I can boast about. I am compared by God to do it. How terrible for me if I didn't preach the good news. The King James says, What is me if I preach not the gospel? He said, Necessity is laid upon me. To preach the gospel, he say, "Woe is woe upon me if I do not preach the gospel." You can imagine, you know, how Paul could have said that. You know, that it means that nothing else matters to him. 
but to preach. Not even his life matter to him. So we see all this day. If you read, if you Romans chapter one, uh, Romans chapter one, verse 16 says, he said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. It is the power of God unto salvation. He said, I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed. We remember the experience, the encounter that Lord Jesus Christ had with his disciples in uh, John, John 4, chapter 4, and they were the Samaritan woman, you know, after Jesus Christ, you know, had some conversation with her and, you know, revealed to her her lifestyle and all the different husbands she has married. And the woman said, oh, you must be a prophet. And through there, the woman went and preached and told people, come and see the Messiah of Satan. But what I'm bringing here is that when the disciple, the Bible said the disciple went to look for food for them to eat. By the time they came back, they said, the Lord Jesus, ah, master, we have come with food, eat. He said, you don't know, I have meat that you do not know of. They were wondering, has somebody brought food for him to eat? He said, the meat that I have is to do the will of my father and to finish it. So that was what occupied him. That was his mission to finish it, to preach, to introduce the kingdom of heaven. He said, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That was his ministry, preach, preach. Whether he was accepted, whether he was humiliated, whether he was part of it, it didn't matter to him. What matters to him is to introduce the kingdom of heaven and go to the cross to bring God into unto God. That was his preoccupation. Now, if we have to bring it to brethren, what what are we? What are we also doing? What do we do? Do we have a gift? Because the Bible says that God has given to every man every measure of gift. So we cannot say, "Well, I cannot do anything. I would have loved to work for God. I cannot. I cannot work." No, that's not true. So the primary assignment that the Lord Jesus Christ has given to us is to preach the gospel. We see the example in. Um, in Matthew, I jotted that in Matthew, um, Matthew, um, well, just bear with me. I'm struggling here. It's not really easy with me. It's easy in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, Matthew, Matthew chapter 21, verse 19. We see how the Lord Jesus Christ say, no, 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 it's not, it's not that. The, 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 the Matthew 21, 19 talks about how the Lord Jesus Christ saw tree, the fig tree full of leaves. And he went there if he could see fruits. Uh, we know about that. We know about that tree. He didn't find fruit, but he was green. It, but the Bible says it was not the season of the fig tree. But the fig tree was green with leaves. It was as though it's supposed to bring forth fruits, but there was no fruit found in it. And the Lord Jesus Christ caused that tree. And the Bible says it withered immediately. So, what does that mean to us? It means that the Lord's demand, it, it, whether it is pleasant for us, whether we are comfortable, whether it is convenient, it doesn't matter with him. All he's saying, go and preach the gospel. I've had some challenges, you know, here and there, since I came to Maryland concerning the work, kind of work I do, and to be able to do what I'm even doing now is a struggle. But I've also come to realize that it's not an excuse to say where, you know, Lord, I, I just cannot. No, it's not. I come to realize that it's not an excuse at all. We just have to yeah. 
And it is my it is my desire that Lord will bring me to a place where we'll be able to minister to people, where we'll be able to preach, go to uh, you know open places and all, and preach the gospel, tell them about Jesus, that Jesus loves them. Hallelujah. So let's read what is before us today. I just introduce it, use her to introduce it. You know, the Bible says, says "Stand up for the truth." Paul described our generation. People won't listen to good teaching. Instead, they will look for teachers who will please them by telling them only what they are itching to hear. Brother, is that a lie? Yes. Are we not seeing it in our day now? Yes. Are we not seeing that people, they, they are not concerned about true what they are just after is miracle yes. wonder. Yes. That's what they, are. They, don't, they don't care. Yes. Even when they know that the person actually has some questionable character, there are something about the person. Even when they know, they start defending that person, say all kind of thing, because what are they after? Mm. Miracle. The word that they want to hear is that it doesn't matter. Christ has died for you. You can live in sin. He will forgive you. He has already forgiven you. It doesn't matter the life you live. That is what they want to hear. They want to hear what people want to hear is that I can live my life the way I want to live it. Or Sunday I go to church. I go for confession. I go back again to the same thing. That's what they want to hear. They want to hear that it doesn't matter. You can compromise. Is it not God? So far, you ask not that you can bring tithes, penance, whatever they call it. You can do that. You are forgiven. That's what they want to hear. That's what they want to hear. But is that what Christ came for? He said, popular thing he said, that's where we are to see a parable now or whatever he said. Hey, tickle my ear, but don't step on my toe. So just tell me what I want to hear. But don't, don't, don't tell me anything that I don't want to hear. How you can consecrate yourself, how you can live without sin, how you cannot commit adultery or little fornication, how you should not sell your bed, right? If I don't, if I don't give my body to social person, how will I get the job? It doesn't matter. I will do it and repent later. <laughs> you are mocking yourself, you are mock, you cannot mock God. The Bible says, whatsoever a man soweth, he will also reap. God is holy, God is righteous. And God has made known to you his, his mind. He has made known to you some level of truth. And you, 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 you cast expansion and go ahead and do something different. That is terrible. Hebrew chapter 10, I think verse 26 applied to that. So we read on glory to God. Glory to God. He said, He said, we have also lived to see many Christians get cut up in political correctness. Political, political correctness detects which will avoid saying anything that offends others. Especially when it comes to God's word. So we, 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 can, we, can, we can say things that they want to hear. We can say things that they want to hear. You know, they, you know, they will tell you, no, 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 no. I, well, sorry to say, I have a lot of people right now in politics that, uh, you know, that are in politics right now. But how are they going to be able to cope 
with the situation, with kind of politics in Nigeria. I don't know. Because what this place is saying, you cannot, the more, we have different religion in Nigeria. Uh, you have to appeal to each of them before they can post them. That's what we are seeing here. How are you going to do it? Without watering down or without compromising. That's what this man is explaining to us here. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So political correctness detail, we should avoid saying anything that offends others, especially when it comes to God's word. Count on it. Christ Virgin Mary, his miraculous power, his sinless life, his death, burial, resurrection, so and so on, or his soul return. All these things, these are things that we preach. These are things that we say. When you go out, when you are into politics, you go and tell the Muslim about the Virgin Mary, tell about Christ, died on the cross, how would they vote? Then how are you going to do it? How are you going to do it? That is a big challenge that is before Hallelujah. But the Lord will help you. All the Christians that are into politics, the Lord will really help them to know how to go and to, you know, maneuver the whole thing. I don't know. The Lord will help them. Amen. So the measure of a hair for unbeliever, heaven for believer, the absolute authority of scripture, biblical mandate concerning sex, concerning marriage, parenting and this the sanctity of human life are guaranteed to bring birth lash from the politically correct we know what that means when you begin to tell them about all those things that borders on truth you know they are not going to be fitting you know because you must tell them what they want to hear. That is what they want to hear. So whatever else you are saying, you are on your own. Otherwise, they will not vote for you. When does God expect us to sign this touch of culture? On truth. Jesus often offended his hearer, including those who claim to be his disciples. You see it in John, John 6. The disciple, when he tell them, my meat, my, my, my flesh is meat is my blood is drinking. They say, ah, this is an hard thing. Who can hear this? Many of them left. Recognizing that young Timothy will face rejection and ridicule some of his era, Paul told, told him, preach gospel. Do it willingly. Even if it isn't the popular thing to do, you must correct people and point out their sin. We are not called to be popular. We are told. Be my witnesses. That's what the Lord said. Telling people about, he said, telling people about me everything. Gospel will gravitate some and liberate others. So be it. You must never be arrogant or offensive, but you must always stand up for the truth of God's word. We are to represent Christ. We are to preach. We are not to compromise. That's what Paul say was saying that he don't come to you with excellency or man manipulative war or by crafty, you know, to words just to appeal to your conscience, to appeal to you so that you can give your life. He said no, by the demonstration of power, not not, not by mass speeches, man, you know, sweet mouth, all those kind of things. That's what we see. 
They will say so so key, so so deep, so so deep. Somebody comes to church, you don't even know who he is because he gave, uh, he has given you a lot of uh, uh, time to make him a deacon. You don't even know he is not even born again. But because of all the things that he has, he has brought to the church, all the offering and this, you make him a deacon. I mean, that's that's mockery. That 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 that's an offer to 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 who Christ is. We must tell people the truth. It's only true that can make a man to be free. It's only true that can set man free. God wants us to preach the truth. God wants to also make to make no reveal to man who he is. By the way, we also live our lives by what we do. You know, people have to see Christ in us. People have to see the power of God revealed through us. When we are willing, when we are willing to do all this things before we are willing to live our life. I mean, to sacrifice and the gospel. They were, when we are asking for the gift of the spirit, the Lord will give us. What will you do with the gift of the spirit when you are not ready to walk in his vineyard? Just to keep, just to go and put it in the house. No. When you are willing, I, you, you, you cannot go and pray, but you can pray. You can pray for the body of Christ. You can do this in the church. You can do one or two things, you know. So when we are asking God, give me the gift of the spirit. He will give you because you know you are going to utilize it for his purpose. So the word for us today, brethren, is that let's be prepared to preach the word. Let's be prepared to show people who God is by the way we live in our conversation, in our relationship, you know, at home, wherever you are, in your offices, wherever you are. Let us live that life, you know, that is pleasing unto God. The life that will bring people to his kingdom in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. The Lord bless us and increase us and strengthen us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. It's open. Wow. Thank you, Sir Bridget. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, you've uh, even went deeper than what we um, what we should discuss this morning. But thank God for the Holy Spirit because I think it's important that we keep in mind that. Um, we are no longer our own when we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and personal Savior. Because the Bible says, once we accept him, a new life begins, meaning that we are now accepted the Spirit of God operating in us. And when the Spirit of God is operating in us, the Bible calls the Spirit of God the Spirit of truth. And everything that operates in us is supposed to carry that truth and execute that truth and get that truth out at all time. And thank God, because, you know, um, we call the name of Jesus. We believe in the name of Jesus. We act uh, on behalf of Jesus. But the truth about Jesus Christ is not revealed in our action. Neither is it revealed in what we do. But And that's why we see, we don't see the efficacy of that name operating any longer in the life of many people. Even though the name has never lost the power, the name has never lost the strength, the name is still above all other names. But because of the dilution of the truth of the name that operates in the life of human today, we saw the ineffectiveness of that name in the life of many people that profess to be Christian because they have been contaminated by other factors in their lives. So, that piles up, and we thank God because you went from the beginning mentioning that the name of Jesus 
has been given the authority, the name of Jesus as the power, the name of Jesus has destroyed the lie of the devil, and the name of Jesus is the righteousness of God, who lives in us by the power of the Holy Spirit today. And why is the truth not being spoken? And why, when it's been spoken, why is it not prevailing? And that is because dilution has taken place in the mind and the heart of man. That instead of them to speak the truth, they will find a way to cover it up. They will find a way to present it in other fashion to please human. Paul, Peter said, we will rather obey God than obeying man. We will speak of the truth of God and speak it as God has written it, as God wanted to be spoken, rather than just fulfill the lust of flesh or give in to what the world wants us to say. And you will see a church pack full because what they want to hear is what fulfilled the flesh, what enticed their flesh, what actually they enjoy that fulfill that temporary happiness for them. But you will see the church that said, no, our goal is heaven. Our kingdom is principle of God. The truth of the word of God is what we are going to abide by. And you will see those church empty. Because there is no any fulfillment to the loss of flesh, loss of eye, or pride of life operating in that church. And that is the church that God is coming back for. Remember, Jesus is coming. He's coming back. And he's coming back for those who stand on the word, those who stand on the truth, those who preach the truth, those who are expecting him to return. Because when you're carried away by telling the lie to the flesh and walking in the flesh and doing things of the flesh, then you're not expecting Christ because it's coming for those one that are looking forward to his coming. Those that are building the treasure above. So it is important to know where do you stand? We are operating too much in the flesh. And the flesh is controlling what comes out of us because our mind has not been transformed. So don't be confounded to them, to the world, but be you renewal and be transformed by the renewal of your mind. If the mind is not transformed, the word that comes out of the mouth will be a watered down word. But when the world, when the mind is transformed, the word of God will be saturated in that mind and it will not have to worry about political correctness. It will speak the truth and the truth will stand, and there will be no controversy in what you say, because it can be confirmed by the word of God. And the world, yes, I understand what people want to do. They want popularity. They want to engage. They want to be part of the Joneses. They want to achieve this. They want to achieve that. But when you are doing all of those things, and God is not in the means of your achievements, then all of your achievement cannot stand the test of time when Christ would come. Because this year is coming back. It will remove all those that are actually fake, put them on the side, set them on fire, and they will burn forever. That will not be our portion because we will be renewed. We are continuing to be renewed every day. We are getting transformed every day. And we will not continue or stop from preaching the word of God, the truth, word of God. 
the way God wanted to be, to abstain from sin, from not confining to the world, but continue to look up and build the treasure in heaven, to not allow this world to dictate to us how we should live. But instead of that, we will tell them what God wants us to live by, by his principle, to love him with all our heart, to not allow anything to change our position in him. And that is what the truth of the gospel is, because it's the power of God to us. And it's what's sustaining our salvation. And may God help us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. You, you must... We must come to realization of where do we stand? Where do we stand? When Paul said that, you know, you must correct people and point out their sin. It's not saying it to one, knock them down or beat them down, but correct them in love. But let them know that, listen, what God wants is this. If you love God, you will abstain from things that only places flesh. If you love God, you will abstain from things that actually are corruptible. If you love God, you will abstain from things that never profit the kingdom of God. That's all it's saying, you will abstain from them. And if you do not abstain from them, then there is something that's called the consequence of your action. You're not witnessing to God when you are actually pertaining partaking in what's actually gratify flesh. You are not representing God. When you represent God, you stand out, you be that light. And where there is a sign of darkness, you're not participating in it because your goal is not here. We are so much developed, so much love for this world that we don't think that we have any other hope there tomorrow. That we only, when they measure something that enjoyable in this world, that is where our ego, our all activities just want to go for it. But when you mention things that has to do with God, we are reluctant. Check yourself out. Activities that you engage in, that excite you, determine, what truth you stand with. If the world activities entice you more than the activities of the kingdom, then check yourself out. May God help us and liberate us. Liberate us from this lust of flesh, lust of eye, and the pride of life in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Sister Bridget. Thank you, ma'am. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Esa. We just bless God for that contribution. You know, we should be pedal driven. Pedal driven. If we love Christ, we have to demonstrate it by the way we live. The Lord Jesus Christ said, if you love me, keep my commandments. That's what he said. So if you really love somebody, you don't, you don't want to offend that person. You know? So that is the word that pastor has told us. We should be kingdom driven. You know? We should be mindful of what we do, what we say. The things that take our time. We spend our time, what are the things at the space of the kingdom, you know? So let's, let's, uh, let's, let's be conscious of it and uh, let's show Christ that we really love him. Come on, let's, let's show him that we really love him. Hallelujah. More contribution, please. Uh, good morning, uh, Sister Bridget. Thank you very much for taking bless you. Yeah. Amen. Thank you very much. Uh, um, I think uh, the message for today is uh, stand up for the truth. Mm. Uh, when you think about it from the perspective that Christ, Christ is the truth, so that means we should stand up for what we believe in, our faith. 
you know, when you think about it, what do we truly believe in? And one of the things that we learn is, and it, it's, it's an ongoing battle, and that is why uh, there's still grace that is abundant, is what do we really believe? Do we truly believe the truth that Christ has come to save us? And, you know, most of the times we say we believe, but we still manifest some doubts the way we relate and what we put our faith in. And, and that is the problem, like, you know, you know if... From 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 the analogy that you just said about political correctness, um, you know, if we true if trying to be politically correct is based on the fact that uh, the foundation of our heart is not true the truth of the word of God, because if it's the truth, we will be able to stand for it. Because when you say what you what when you profess faith in something, the only way people can truly know that you believe those things is to manifest it. You know, by you know standing up for you know we stand up for a lot of things we stand up politically, you know, even for, you know, some people even stand up for their tribe about their religion. They want to die for something, but, you know, but it is very important that we know the truth. The, the real truth is the true foundation that we are holding on to, not just some apparent knowledge of the truth. So this is what, maybe this is what God is saying. So that is why we need relationship. Ah, so before we can stand for the truth, the truth has to be our foundation because when you think about it, that's why we get into this argument. When you look at this, what uh, Paul is trying to reveal to, 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 to Timothy in his perspective, that truth of the word of God, you know, in a way we live, if, if that is our foundation, it's easy for us to stand for it. The only reason we are not standing for it is because we is we are not deeply rooted in it and it's really not our foundation. And that is why we need to invite God for us to be able to stand for, you know, because let me not lie to you, we stand for some things. That means that is where, we, that is the truth we know, even though they are all on truths, you know. You know, somebody just tell us like, even though we don't know, you know, for example, okay, somebody just, for an example, what just happened in Nigeria about in the school that somebody, you know, spoke about the prophet, um, uh, the Muslim prophet, and he was born down. Those true, those people that burned them down, you know, that burned that person down, that, that, that's what they truly believe. But even though it might be untruth, but it stood up for what they believe. As for us as Christians, if we truly believe Christ, then we can manifest it the way we profess it, the way we live. Let it be so it's easy for us to stand for it because that is our belief. But if 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 you are shaky, that means we, we, we don't have firm foundation in this particular truth. And and that is very and, and that is the problem because every time I think about it, because we manifest what we truly believe. And I want to read that second Timothy again. Uh, in New Living Translation, say in verse one says, I solemnly urge you in the presence of God and Christ Jesus, who will some someday judge the living and the dead when it comes to set up his kingdom. Preach the word of God. Be prepared, you know, you know, the preparation it is to let it be your own foundation, let it be your own truth. Not uh this, you know, you know, because if it's not your truth, then you it's not easy for you to actually stand for it. It's a preach the word of God. Be prepared whether the time is favorable or not. Patiently correct. Most importantly, like just what pastor said, rebuke and encourage your people with good teaching. But 
it has to be manif- you know, it has to be our own truth for us to be able to actually stand for it. See, for, for a time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound and awesome teaching because they don't really have deep roots, just like the parable of the seed. We too, we manifest some beliefs that are not the truth of the word of God. That is why it is important we prepare ourselves. And this through this fellowship and communion, we can be oh, you know. So he said, for a time they won't be. They won't listen to sound and awesome teaching because they don't believe in it. Their belief system is still on the worldly system. They will follow their own desires and will look for teachers who will tell them whatever their itching ears wants to hear. They will reject the truth and chase after meat because the truth they have you know is you know the, the truth is something else. They believe the untruths to be truth, and that is our own problem. Is it but verse five says, but you should keep a clear mind in every situation. Don't get sucked in. Just know your calling that you know it is God's work in the first place. I said, don't be afraid of suffering for the Lord. Walk at telling others the good news and fully carry out the ministry God has given. And the ministry is for us to first abide in this truth, which is Christ Jesus, and remain in it. So that we can now grow more, we'll be prone through these experiences that we all go through. Then we will become awesome and produce fruit. And it's easy for us to stay because we, you know, we've been tested and good things are coming out. Then we, you know, we too, our faith has grown because we believe these truths. And it's easy for us to stand for this truth. The only reason it's not easy for people, when you think about from the analogy of those churches that they are trying to be politically correct or it is because their belief is not in that word of God. If our true belief is in the word of God, it's easy for us to manifest it because we trust it, because it's been tested. And God has continually showcased, you know, who he is in our life. And this is the calling for us to truly be the truth, for the truth, the spirit of truth, to be what is leading us. And Christ should be the true foundation, then we will be able to stand for it because it was hard for the for, for Peter to stand for the truth, to stand for Christ at the beginning. But later on, he was able to stand for the truth because he was fully immersed in that truth. And it became easy. So it became easy for Paul to want to go to Jerusalem, even though he knew that it was going to be the place that would lead to his death. Because he was fully immersed in it. For us to stand for the truth, we have to know the truth. And it's going to be easy for us from there. And it, 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 this is a calling. It might be a struggle now, but it is an invitation as we're learning today for us to stand for it by being fully immersed in it. And it's, easy, it's going to be easy with God and his equipment through the Holy Spirit. Thank you. Amen. Hallelujah. The Bible says grace and truth Comment by the Lord Jesus. He stands for truth. Remember when he was brought before, is he here, Rabbi Pallet? <laughs> he was asking Christ, hey, what is truth? Even as at that time said, they don't even know what truth is. <laughs> so now it's even, it has become something else now. Nobody wants to stand by truth. There are many ways we can deny Christ. It's not just only when a gun is put at your neck, you say, no, I don't know him. No. In our walks, we can deny him. In your office where you work, you can't deny him by the what yeah. you say, by what you yeah. do, by taking side with something that you know is not true because you are afraid, you know, begin to compromise. 
Hallelujah. Thank you so much. So the word for us today is we must live the word of God. The word of God is truth. And we must also extend it. We must allow CP, let people know who we are. We must stand out for truth. That's the only way we can shine our light before unbeliever. Glory to God. Thank you so much, brother. Ayo. More contribution. Before I hand over, is pastor available? More contribution. Praise the Lord. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, brother. God bless you. I wanna thank you, man. I wanna thank everyone who has been rebooting, encouraging, advising us. It's, it's an important topic. Understanding the truth, knowing the truth. As the Bible said as well, say you shall know the truth. And also say Jesus is the truth, the way the truth. So it's, it's an important thing to, for us to understand is preach it. As Sister Bridger says, say, season and out of season. We should be able to talk about it, preach about it, speak about it. It's, even though in our uncomfortable zone, sometimes you see there are truth that is so um, that is so hard to speak sometimes. So, but that one doesn't matter. What matters is you are revealing the truth. You are speaking the truth. Whether we like it, sometimes we might not like it. Sometimes we might not like it because of what we are doing. So, but if we, we the Bible is telling us to preach it, to reveal it. You know, when we are preaching the gospel, there are things we cannot do. You know why? Because when you are preaching the word of God, when you do those things, you can't preach to those people, uh, people around, and you still do something. They will look at you. They will ask. They will even tell you, "Are you not the one telling us this?" You understand? So this is the word we're talking about. That we should be able to reveal the truth, speak about it, talk about it, and that is the reason why God has called us. That is the reason why we are God's children. To his, to be able to talk about the six season and out of season that will help us in every area of our life. Even there are people that will not like us because, because when we are revealing the truth, many people, you'll be hated by many people. So even as we, we, we've talked about a lot of things, there are a lot of doctrines that a lot of preachings people want to hear. They want to hear it how um, overwhelming preaching, preaching that we make people so excited. Um, so this is not what God has called us to do. It, it, even though people will know, uh, people will dislike us because of uh, uh, we are revealing the truth. That doesn't matter. What matters is, he said, the end shall justify the means. What God has called us to do, if we're able to reveal it, if we're able to fulfill the purpose by which God has sent this word for, because every word of God that God has sent it is for a purpose. And we must always fulfill that purpose. We must always uh, preach it so that God's word will come to pass. So in all in our uncomfortable zone, we should be able to try to reveal it. To reveal it is important. Thank you, everyone, for this morning. Uh, I'm a blessed feed with you this morning. Thank you. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Brabant. Preaching the gospel in season out of season. Whether it is convenient, whether it's not convenient. 
may we be such kingdom driven people in Jesus' name. May the Lord put that zeal and passion in our heart for his kingdom in the name of Jesus. Pastor, I'm handing over to you. Thank you. Hey, thank you very much. Thank you, Mr. Brigitte. Thank you, Brian. Uh, Bright, thank you. Um, one thing that Brian said, very important that I want to um, buttress a little bit on it. Uh, foundation matter. What do we believe? And um, when we believe that uh, the word of God is truth, um, that truth that we believe is what actually mold us and build us. Uh, but if our belief system is short, like Rabbi just said, uh, <laughs> we will be doing otherwise. And um, whatever we do, uh, it will just be out of the surface. It will not be from the depth of our heart. But the word of God is truth and nothing can take that away from us. But when we establish and it becomes the foundation of our lives, it's what propels us to do what we do, how we do them, and when we do them. But without we giving ourselves to the word, word of God, everything else that we'll be doing, we'll be, we'll be motivated by, by our feelings, by our five senses. And But if we give ourselves to the word of God, whatever we do, we'll be motivated by the spirit of God. Because those that are called by God, they are they are walked in the spirits, they are called the sons and daughters of God. And that's what we should be, walking in the spirit. So we will not fulfill the lust of flesh. That's the only way we can actually be established in the truth of the word and be able to live a life that will show that yes, we are with Christ. We're not of the world, even though we live in the world, things will become detestable to us because it's not part of us anymore. Things that used to excite us when we were there, it doesn't excite us anymore. Uh, the, the things that, that, that it, 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 it just, we just become a new human, a new one that's in Christ because the truth of God now building us. Uh, but the subject of today, stand for the truth. Stand for the truth. And what is that truth? Jesus Christ is the truth. Don't compromise the truth of who Christ is. That's basically what it is. Don't compromise it. Speak it in love. And, you know, the one that have the spirit of God in it, we hear it. They will adjust. The one that doesn't that need a little time to adjust, they will still hear it. But one thing that I know, the word of God never go back void unless it, until it completes, accomplish what is sent for. But it's good to speak it. Because if you don't speak it, then how do people change? If you don't speak it, how do people hear? So until you start speaking the truth, it may not be conducive, but your job is to speak it. Speak it and don't deviate from where you stand. Like uh, my brother said, when you know the truth, the truth will make you a free person and you'll be able to stand knowing that you've spoken the truth that God has given you. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, give you the opportunity to come and accept him as your Lord and personal Savior. You have to do is just confess that Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sin. Uh, my heart is up to you now. Take it and be in my heart. Come into my life. Change me. I believe that you are the sons of, son of God and you died for my sin. I confess you this morning, Jesus Christ, you are the Lord over my life. We pray that the Lord will touch you. Holy Spirit fall upon you and start working in you. 
and the, and, and, and the, the spirit of God, spirit of truth will start directing you to be able to live a true child of God in the name of Jesus. Look for a Bible-believing church close to you. Tell them you have just accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you want to start walking with the Lord. They will walk with you. If you can find a church, go on the internet. Type rccg.org. You will find the redeemed Christian church of God close to you. I'll tell the workers and they're walking there, tell them just accept your Christ. They will walk with you and they will teach you how to start reading your Bible, how you start walking with the Lord. And the Lord will continue to guide you in your way, in every way. Uh, in the book of First uh, Corinthians, my sister reads chapter 9, verse 19. First Corinthians chapter 9, verse 19. Paul said, even though I am a free man with no master, I have become slave to all people to bring many to Christ. What is our life saying? Do we even know what the truth is about? Like my brother asked. Do we even know what the truth is? Do we even know what Christ says? Do we really accepted what he said so that we can become to being like him? Because the goal is to be Christ-like. To be Christian means to be Christ-like. Are we, do we really accept that? Have we accepted that so we can be that? Or we think, yeah, we accepted him and we're free to do whatever we want to do. So people that are supposed to be coming to Christ, they're not coming to Christ because they see us, our lifestyle is not actually preaching that gospel. If that is the case, we can repent off of that this morning and just ask Jesus Christ, have mercy on me. If my life have not portrayed you, my life have not speak truth about you in me. Father, take control of my life right now and let your truth be established in my life. Let me encounter you because until you encounter Christ, you cannot live a true life. You cannot preach the truth of the gospel. That Lord, I want to encounter you so that your gospel can be part of my life. I can now become that gospel. My life can live that gospel that when I breathe, when I talk, it will be about you. The truth will be established in my life. That Lord, I will be slave to your truth. I will be slave to your word. I will be slave to you. You will be my master so that many people can come to you through the word that I speak, through the truth that I know, that I will not be ashamed of speaking the truth because I have mixed myself up with people that are not truthful. Because I have done things that people cannot believe. Lord, separate me for you so that I can speak the truth that you have for me in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you. Uh, the rest of the day is in your hand. This weekend, Lord, we pray that, Lord, you will guide our step. You will direct our path. Lord, let us continue to be that light that will shine and darkness cannot comprehend in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, you say we will know the truth and the truth will make us free. Father, let us encounter you and let your truth continue to keep us free in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, this day, Lord God Almighty, let your truth continue to guide our step by the power of the Holy Ghost in the mighty name of Jesus. Your daughter that you have used this morning, Father, we cover her with the blood of Jesus. Lord, you make way for her, Lord. Father, you continue to elevate her in your word, more revelation to her. And every contributor this morning, Father, I pray that, Lord, let your word be refreshed fresh in their mind. Let your truth be established in their mind so that they can live the true word of God and preach the good, good news of, the, of our Lord Jesus Christ in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, eternal rock of ages, in Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. 
Amen. 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 Hallelujah. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship Hallelujah. of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely Amen. Goodness and mercy shall, mercy follow, shall follow us all the days of our life. And we shall do in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Forever and ever. Amen. I'm the one the Lord has blessed. So shall it be in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Sir Bridget. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, sir. Happy weekend to everyone. Happy weekend. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. Amen.